He's a show favorite. Uh, it's been a while since we talked to him. Mr. Chris Dyson, uh, welcome back to the program, uh, and, and happy championship, buddy. Thanks, Kurt. It's great to be back with you. Yeah, I think the last time we talked to you was last year. You had just won at Lime Rock, and even with all the prototype victories and stuff you've done, you said maybe maybe uh, the most meaningful um, race win in your career. Well, yeah, certainly um, that my win that we had back in 2019 was, was meaningful on a lot of levels. Yeah. And uh, it's hard to believe it was that long ago. But uh, with uh, the COVID thing, I think everybody's time spectrum was scrambled. But uh, that was a meaningful win because it was at home. Uh, it was a couple of days after a pretty bad accident that I'd had. Mm-hmm. And uh, to just come back injured and win at my home track, it was uh, it was like being in a dream. And, and obviously we backed it up uh under much less bruised circumstances there this year in May. <laughs> yeah, at uh boy, the 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 dip with a slip, uh, VIR, that place is 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 fast, it's wicked, it can definitely catch you out but but see that's why you have that modern wellness uh, at well CBD cuz uh, it, it fixes all those little aches and pains that you might get, right? Yeah, no, the All Well product uh, line. Now, thank you for that uh, plug for our for our branding partner, uh, All Well. Uh, you know, a pioneer in the CBD space, and uh, certainly for me, it, it, it's it's been a lifesaver. Uh, I've had a, a lot of inflammation the last couple of years. All these years of being in these race cars uh, has uh, has taken its toll, and and uh, you know, to maintain peak training and and uh, stay on top of my game. You know, reducing inflammation and uh, you know better sleep has been a, a huge part of the equation. And and uh, all well, uh, you know, really starting. I started using the product back in 2020. It kind of saved my life last year, uh, especially when we were during the lockdowns, which yeah. were quite stressful. Mm-hmm. And uh, their products, Altwell CBD, I mean, they're, they're at the razor's edge of uh, development of all kinds of products, everything from ingestibles to, uh, uh, to, to tinctures, uh, gummies, uh, even, even down to muscle creams. Uh, you know, uh, the CBD is just a miracle uh, product, and, and Altwell's done it better than anyone, and I'm just thrilled to have them aligned with our team. And we've had a tremendous record together since they came on board. How surprising. I, I had a bunch of surgeries last year, some pretty serious ones, and uh, they took a bunch of bone out of my hip, and I started using CBD, and my, my hip, it, it, it just, my God, it, it feels so much better. And I was not a believer, but it, it really does work. Let's go down to, to the, let's get down to the meat of the bone, though, really. So you went to VIR with our good friend Tommy Dreezy, like nipping at your heels, and and knowing Tommy and his driving style, uh, you, I have to believe you were probably ready for anything. Well, absolutely, and you know Tommy's <laughs> Tommy's Tommy's done a great job this year. I mean, you know he he's one of the most veteran drivers in the series and and uh, a past champion, and and I think actually he upped his game this year. Uh, you know, they, they came, he and his, his team Burton racing came to every weekend. He was fast. He was consistent. Didn't make any mistakes. They had some mechanical woes along the way. I think that, uh, cost them, uh, but they ran us hard the whole year. And, and, uh, you know, Tommy knows how to win and he knows how to win a championship. And, and we, it certainly kept our, uh, kept us standing upright the whole year. That's for sure. Yeah. He also knows how to part of the pun, move the needle, if you know what I mean. Uh, <laughs> Uh, so w- when you go to Coda and record numbers for Coda, and actually we're gonna have we're gonna have my good friend uh, uh, Mr. Claggett on the show right after you. So how ironic is that, right? But I wish I was gonna be there because I was there with uh, with you all a couple years ago. I'm not sure if you were running TA at the time. It was like three years ago. I again with the pandemic, you probably heard about it. It's been in all the papers. Uh, yeah, my time and space is. You, what, what does that mean? 
But uh, so what does Coda mean? You just you go to Coda, pressure's all off, but you, you do what you do. You win races. Well, you know, there's no no question. I mean, we we've already you know we're we're focusing already on trying to come back to defend our championship in 2022. And and uh, you know, I was tire testing with Pirelli two days after uh, the VIR race, so we couldn't be too indulgent with ourselves after winning. Uh, you know, it was a profound relief to put the title uh, to bed after three years of trying and. I think we backed up a lot of the performance we'd shown with consistency this year. And, you know, to go to Coda, it's it's one of these tracks that, uh, you know, we've gradually gotten better at. We were very, very fast there last year. I think we cracked the code for the speed there, uh, made some great progress with the car. And, and uh, you know, we were unfortunately sidelined by, by a, a rare mechanical problem uh, there. And uh, But the car was dynamite. And, like you said, now that the pressure's off, it you know I still want to go out and win. I I still want to cap off a great year. I feel like we're in a great groove, and and uh, you know I'm looking forward to getting down there. I mean, you watching the race this past weekend when the Formula One guys were down there, it it really got the juices flowing. Uh, just seeing that energy, and and uh, we're going to bring Trans Am down there in force, and and you know I'm I'm excited to go out and get another race win. And I know everybody else is out there now. We're not playing for points. We're playing for pride and playing for to to see who gets the bragging rights for the winter. Yeah, that's you know, but that's that's we Chris, you've done that your whole life. Uh, I know you love being in Trans Am. Any thoughts about uh, sports cars, like you know, prototypes or anything at all in your head? Um, at the moment, no. Um, you know, there, there, there obviously there's there's been some uh, some rules uh, transitions that are going on. So you know, uh, next year is going to be a lame duck year here in the U.S. There's not a lot of opportunity to get into prototypes. Uh, really in any meaningful fashion, certainly not in the ways that we've done in the past. Um, I had a chance uh, a couple years ago to do the WEC, which didn't entirely pan out. And, uh, you know, I, I would love to go back and, and run at the headline events. Uh, you know, it's it's kind of in my DNA. It's in the team's DNA. But we've been, we've had such a great, great time in Trans Am, and, and it's been a great home for us the last few years. So, you know, I'm not looking over my shoulder. If the right opportunity came along, yeah, I'd look at it. But, uh, you know, it would be in addition to what we're doing already in the Trans Am. No doubt. We're talking to 2021 a Trans Am champion, Mr. Chris Dyson. Uh, go and read his bio. It's, uh, my God, it's incredibly impressive. Uh, so, you know, I have my opinions, and, and I'm a big Trans Am fan, so I'm going to sound a little bit like a homer. But from a driver's standpoint and a team standpoint, what do you think has made this series literally explode over the last couple of years? I think it's the consistency of the product, for one. Uh, you know, they, they, haven't, they haven't upended the rule book at all, uh, which, uh, you know, a lot of other series can't say the same. Nope. Uh, you know, there, there's been no obsolescence. In fact, it's, it's uh, entirely accommodative to getting uh, cars that are out there back on the racetrack. Uh, you know, bringing in the, the national and the regional competitors to come and run in the big show, the big national show. Uh, they've done a great job with the regional championships, uh, building up interest in the series and building up uh, some comfort level for drivers to come in and, and add some races to the schedule. I think on top of that, uh, you know, Tony Perella, since he's come in and taken over, has, has really put, brought some much-needed stability to the schedule. We've got uh, tremendous venues, and now we're getting some real date equity with those, with those venues. 
Um, and I think when you talk about racing and building success, it's, it's you know, racing's a ritual, and it's not just a ritual for the, for the teams and, and the drivers, it's also for the fans. And, you know, when fans know that they can circle on their calendar that, that the Trans Am cars are coming on that weekend and they're going to be there year after year, you know, you can build a following. And the, the crowds have grown, the interest has grown. I know that, uh, you know, by every metric uh, possible that, uh, you know, that the series is getting a lot of eyeballs, uh, it, there's also the name recognition too. Uh, you know, Trans Am probably more than anything I've done, maybe even NASCAR, you know, with the exception of NASCAR, is the most recognizable form of racing. Uh, you know, just to to, to the layman. Uh, you know, I tell people I race in the Trans Am, and and there's there's a lot more recognition uh, than than perhaps I imagined. Uh, you know, in a lot of ways, it's like telling someone you run an Indy car or in NASCAR. Or Formula One, they instantly know what it is, mm-hmm. and I think that it's it the, the fact that the series is reconnecting. Our cars are the most exciting, fire-breathing monsters racing in the world. Uh, you know, making 850 plus horsepower, <laughs> belching flames, um, you know, massive and recognizable. You know, uh, acoustic signatures. It's still rock and roll racing. And I think the fact that it's not a BOP series, there's innovation still within it. It's encouraged. The rule book, uh, it's not an administrative state. Uh, it's not a BOP series. I think all of those things, when you put them together and you get commitment from, from, from brands like Pirelli that are continuing to develop their product and, and you've got good, steady leadership, it's a great paddock with a lot of friendship and camaraderie. Uh, I think you wrap those things together, and, and you also bring up the value equation for for teams. It's it's within reach uh, compared with a lot of other uh, racing series, road racing series, where costs have gone off the, off the deep end. So I think they've hit the sweet spot, and it, it's a great calendar. You know, eleven races a year plus some regionals, and uh, it keeps it in front of mind for a lot of the fans who are really grateful to have it thriving again. Yeah, I agree. Uh, Chris Dyson on the program, you should be the uh, like a brand representative for uh, Trans Am presented by Pirelli, your 2021 uh, Trans Am champion. You know, I agree. I mean, when I, as, as a kid growing up in the Bay Area, uh, I'd go to IndyCar Weekend, and the next day I was already circling the date and making plans. Long Beach, same thing. Uh, Trans Am at Sonoma or Laguna, same thing. Uh, back in the day, but it was a Sprite Monterey Grand Prix for Can-Am cars. Same thing. I mean, it's, it's, uh, it's destinational stuff. And when you can count on it every year, because I, I, we're people of consistency, I agree. And I, I've seen the camaraderie in the, in the paddock. I've seen teams that, hey, I need a, I need a gear this, I need a that. I, you know, we blah. There's, there's a lot of uh, support because, you know, rising tides raise all ships. And, and you're a smart guy. You certainly you, you know that. And uh, I, I couldn't agree more with, with everything you said. And now you've got... You know, maybe maybe arguably one of the top uh, racing schools in America now with the Trans Am two uh, driving program to uh, you know let people come drive the cars in down in Phoenix and then you step into the series. I mean, so now you even have another um, a feeder into what I think is great racing. And the only my only remiss, and I told Claggett this a couple of years ago down at Coda, the best sound in motor racing is the sound of Trans Am cars through the streets of Long Beach. Yeah, it's certainly un- it's unmistakable when when you turn these beasts loose anywhere, <laughs> whether it's out in the countryside or on the city streets. Well, you start echoing, you know, 35, 40 cars off the high rises in the downtown Long Beach. It, uh, I mean, your body shakes for days. I love it. The, you know, it's the, the pounding and the thunder. They're just incredible cars to watch and listen to. 
it's probably the most visceral form of road racing in the country. I agree. Uh, you know, you'd be hard pressed to go anywhere else where you can truly feel the excitement so, the way you do with a Trans Am car. I, I agree, and there's all the all the driver additives. And I, when Chris said BOP for those of you on a first name basis, that's balance of performance. I've watched it just degradate other racing series, and it, it pisses off teams and drivers and fans, and it's. Uh, Transams just maybe stand on it and hope you know save your tires because uh, you know it's it's all about you. Uh, do you take an off season at all, or as soon as this thing wraps up at Cody, you take a week or two off, then right back at it? Well, I, I you know honestly the the balance of the schedule. It's been a long season. You know our first race was at the end of February, and our first race, you know our last race is going to be the first week in November. So there's not much of an off season. No. Uh, within that, within the season, we've got some gaps, and and that allowed me kind of to charge, recharge the batteries and and the team, and get to get focused for a stretch run, which is now concluding. But um, you know, we've got we've got some exciting things coming online for next year uh, with the team and with the series. So I'm sure we're going to be out testing, you know, in January, getting ready for the first race, which is really right around the corner. So you know, I'm gonna. I'm actually looking to, to to push hard now in my with my personal training in the gym, just to build myself up for another title run next year. And and I'm feeling fresh and and hungry. And and uh, I, you know, we're excited to take advantage of the time we've got off. But really, just to focus on getting ready for 2022, we're really just going to use it as an opportunity to get hit the ground running next year. Good for you. Well, have a very happy and safe Halloween. Uh, don't eat too much. Uh... Uh, turkey and get trip tri- I can't even say the word uh, trip to fan out and I, I know you'll be back on the track real soon we look forward to talking to you at the start of the 22 season and see how that's all about uh, Chris Dyson thank you so much for joining us on the premier home for motorsports here on ESPN radio thanks Kurt